welcome to the Talk and Chop podcast presented by Chief and Chief of Staff Kansas City. I'm Malachi and this is Malachi's Minute. Um, um, about the Chiefs Broncos game, we could have brought our A game, but I wanna know who did bring his A game? Harrison Bucker. He literally had more points than Patrick Mahomes in this game. More points than Patrick Mahomes. How we has has that ever happened? I don't know. I don't think so. And do we think that was gonna happen? No. Did we think the Broncos were gonna beat us till a, were gonna be in front of us till the fourth quarter? No. But we ended up winning, clinched a playoff spot. That is something big. And yeah, well, Le'Veon Bell, of course, did see more action due to the CEH questionable came out thing situation that we had going on. So he definitely got some more use in this. Um, and if you're wondering about the Chiefs Dolphins game, well, it's Mahomes and Tugabailoa. I've been looking forward to this. Honestly, at the beginning of the season, it, I mean, it's been three years since these teams have faced off. Chiefs winning 2017, probably gonna win this year. And both teams have new quarterbacks. And both those quarterbacks have gone to different teams in different divisions. So it's been big, it's been a huge trade. Um, now that the Dolphins can finally find their winning record, they might make the playoffs. We might see them in a divisional game. We might. We actually might. So this could be a huge playoff implication game no matter what happens. For Miami, Kansas City, no matter who wins or loses, this game will affect both teams. So, yeah, it's it's gonna be a close game. My prediction is Chiefs thirty-eight, Dolphins seventeen. Our defense is gonna step up, allow one more point than they did last Sunday night. We're gonna have a good defense. So. This has been Malachi's Minute, and back to you, Emerson. Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast, brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC. Uh, this week, we're joined by the folks over at Chief of Staff KC. You all know Bryce Shepard. He's been on the show a couple of times, but this week, we've also got our president, Casey Wright, in studio with us. Bryce, good to have you back. Yep. Casey, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Happy to be here. Uh, well, the Chiefs survived a weird win on Sunday night against the Broncos, moving to 11-1 on the season and clinching a playoff berth. Uh, so we'll talk about the best catch that never was, our fantasy picks for the playoff push, and uh, our preview for Week 14 against the Dolphins this weekend as well. Uh, but first, we're bringing you our positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Your trusted local talent scouts will bring you the best accounting and finance, HR, admin, and operations, as well as... Um, sales and yeah. marketing there yeah so those hey that trips me up every week but uh <laughs> we'll bring you the best uh, talent that kansas city has to offer um so rather than going to lucas we're gonna yeah. let casey take it away with a uh, position that's hot this week all yeah. right we've had a lot going on um position of the week i'll say is a controller job we're working on for a life sciences company heavy revenue recognition real fast growth company they've doubled in size in the last couple of years and Looking like that'll continue in the future. Have a couple direct reports. 
um, ideally combination of the, the biosciences and uh, maybe some public accounting to start the career, but great company, uh, great people to work for. So cool. awesome. anybody send them my way. Awesome. And then on the operations side, we have a sales engineer role we're working on as well. Um, need to have a degree in some form of engineering uh, with a knack for building relationships and just being a little bit personable and then wanting to go into the sales side of engineering. Um, it's a local company here in town, um, located downtown, and uh, looking for more of an entry-level person as well. So uh, if that sounds of interest, let us know. Um, but Lucas, you can uh, take us take us away on the talking shop side. All right. Well, thanks for being here, boys. <laughs> I know we've talked about having Casey in all year mm -hmm. long. We finally made it happen. And, you know, uh, we've heard this story a million times. Yeah. Uh, we we'll pro probably heard it yesterday. We'll yeah. hear it again tomorrow. So, yeah. you know, but I want... Casey, if you'll give the rundown of, of your career and kind of the steps leading you up to taking over chief of staff and, and bringing us all together as a team. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'll try and give an abbreviated version. <laughs> I, I can get a little long-winded. As you all say, you've heard this for a long time. Yeah. So uh, like most people, I didn't grow up dreaming of becoming a recruiter. It wasn't mm -hmm. uh, this lifelong uh, goal of mine. Kind of fell into it. I think that's the vast majority of people oh, yeah. in this industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, studied psychology in college, loved being able to help people out. That was that was huge. I wanted to get into a role where I could make a difference. And I always say your, your house, your spouse, and your career are probably your three biggest decisions that you have to make in your life, and you get to be really influential in one of those. So yeah. um, it's very rewarding. You know, it's, it allows you to, to use your competitive juices, but also make an impact in yeah. people's lives. So I started doing it about 15 years ago, worked for a few different firms, um, took a year off, uh, 18 to 19, which is – Great. Took 12 months to travel with my wife and two little girls, then joined chief of staff. Um, had several different options, looked at a lot of different things, uh, including even talking to Lucas's uncle up in Chicago about an opportunity. And uh, that's how I met Lucas. His, his uncle's a, a mentor of mine and uh, used to work for him back in the day. But I met the founder, uh, chief of staff, uh, Jesse Underwood, and we hit it off. We realized we were very aligned philosophically and uh, morally. We didn't have that much overlap professionally, though. It was very complimentary. So instead of starting something from scratch on my own, I said, let's let's take over something that's already got a really good thing going yeah. on and, and take it to the next sure. level. And main reason was the culture. And the culture is awesome. You know, Emerson and I spent a year together talking uh, before joining and yep. realized that we we really aligned on things. Uh, I met Bryce right before I joined. I was like, this this team is is exactly what I want to build. Mm -hmm. And I've got the the years of the expertise and know the industry. Um, all these guys here are a heck of a lot smarter than me. Uh, <laughs> and I try and surround myself with people smarter than me. Uh, they like uh, to make fun of me for my technological deficiencies. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I know that if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I needed I needed this generation around me. You know, I was I was the young guy for, for years, and now I'm, I'm the old dude. <laughs> and so, um, but I know that, and I recognize that, and I need to surround myself with the best people. So I think we indisputably have the best team in town, no question about it, um, you know, I say we, we place people, not paper. Yep. And I think the industry has uh, gotten more and more to butts and seats where you just check a bunch of boxes and mm -hmm. look at a job description, look at a resume and see what matches up. And uh, I, I don't like that approach. Yeah. <laughs> I like finding people that are going to fit the team, fit the culture well. We work with all different types of companies, all different sizes, all different industries. And we take the time to get to know them. We, we get to know our candidates really well. We get to know our clients really well. And we know that there's a home for everybody, but it's not the same home for everybody. Mm -hmm. And just because on paper they they, they meet the requirements, of the, the salary, the years of experience or whatever, there's so much more than that. Yeah. And I think by building such a cool culture and team internally, 
we attract that with our, our candidates and our clients, honestly. Right. I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. So I guess follow-up question to that, um, and we had kind of talked about this the last time we were all together, yeah. but um, I, I guess right now as you know, local businesses are looking for, uh, towards 2021 and their plans for Q1, uh, especially after such a tough year uh, with 2020, having a brand new budget, you know, kind of sweep the year under the rug and look forward. Um, you know, why why do you think it's advantageous to talk to companies like Chief of Staff right now um, to plan for next year? But then also why, why, I mean, why Chief of Staff specifically? Why do you think we go about things differently? Why do you think we're a good partner for local businesses? Well, I think we're Kansas City's firm, you know, honestly. I, I truly believe that. I've I've said this for years, but this industry to me differs more market to market than just about any other industry. You know, you do manufacturing, you do it here, you do it in uh, Texas, you do it in California. It's all similar processes, similar styles. Um, the recruiting business, it's all about understanding that market, that culture. You know, I've, I've got a very robust network nationwide of other recruiters, um, and it's very different how they do it. You know, mm-hmm. I've got a friend, you guys all met him the other day in from Omaha that uh, runs a firm and uh, just the, how they charge, how, what their competition looks like. Their, their process is completely different. That's only a few hours away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all Kansas city natives. You know, we know this market extremely well. It's, it's yeah. not by accident that we've built a team that covers the whole map of Kansas city. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not just all the same people. Um, we all have different styles. We all have different backgrounds. We all have different connections. You know, we're big enough um, that I think we can service anybody in town. I know we can, um, but we're also small enough that we can be agile and we can pivot. So that's, I think that's a lot different. I think a lot of the large national firms do it the exact same way, mm-hmm. one market to the next. And I don't think that always yeah, translates, definitely. honestly. I agree. Sure. Um, and just to kind of piggyback on that, um, just in, in terms of the industry in general, sure. uh, obviously this year has been a very difficult one for our industry sure. at kind of at the mercy of the market and everyone hiring and Bryce, you can, you know, chime in on this as well if you'd like. Um, but I guess, how do you see the recruiting industry kind of changing moving forward after such a, you know, difficult year? Obviously you talk about 2008 being, uh, you know, a setback as well, yeah. the most recent one that can compare, uh, yeah. and then coming out of that, uh, things changed. So. One, how do you think uh, things are going to change for the industry moving forward? And yeah. then how do you think Chief of Staff stayed focused and continued to hit our goals this year? Sure. Uh, and, you know, how are we set up for success moving forward? Well, I think what we've all learned is you have to be adaptable. Mm-hmm. You know, this yeah. year, you, everyone's adapted. You know, yeah. we've, we have clients now that are going through the entire interview process start to finish virtually. You know, mm-hmm. but we've got people that are working, have been working for months now for, for clients of ours. They've never even met their, their boss, their, their yeah. colleagues in person. A couple years ago, that would have been completely unheard of. Oh, yeah. That would have been completely unheard <laughs> yeah. of. And I know a lot of companies struggled to get on board with that, yeah. you know, both clients of ours and other companies, but also others in our industry. They they, they sure. didn't understand the work from home. I mean, we're all still working from home. Mm-hmm. I know that's that's not the, the norm, but we're making it work. Yeah. And so I think you just have to be adaptable. And I think we are. I think we've adjusted. Like I said mm-hmm. earlier, if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Yep. And you've got to be able to pivot. Every client's different. Every scenario is different. And I think if you just take the exact same approach um, and try and make it work, that's the definition of insanity. You're yeah. banging your head against the wall. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I think how we we wrote it out so well is we stayed active. You know, yeah. I know a lot of people that just like, oh crap, you know, the sky's falling. I'm gonna keeled over. Yeah, yeah. keeled over. I'm, I'm gonna go hide at home and climb the bottom of a bottle right or whatever out. it yeah. is. And <laughs> I say, you guys you stay active. You know, yeah. the, the first couple of months. Were we closing a bunch of deals? No, but we were talking to a ton of people. Yeah. Oh, and, and we pivoted. You and we pivoted, that? yeah. Real I mean, we, we helped out. We, we made introductions. We, we call ourselves Kansas City's Talent Scouts. Yeah. We know a lot of people. We connect a lot of people. Obviously, we get paid fees for, for placing people in jobs, 
but we're a heck of a lot more than that. Oh, you know, yeah. we, we make introductions all the time, and we, we joke around a lot, but you know, we got a client in the janitorial services industry, and, and we were asking a lot of clients you know, when we were first calling, like, I hope you're not calling to see if we're hiring. No one's hiring now unless you have somebody come disinfect our office. Well, we know some people that can do that. We'll yeah. make an introduction. We're not doing it for a revenue stream. Yeah, We're sure. doing it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Right. And it was it was kind of our civic duty to, mm-hmm. to help, you know, slow down the spread of this disease. Right. So I think one of the biggest things that set us apart, too, from other firms is I feel like we did it first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. um, 100%. And a lot of times, yeah. you know, some firms or even companies just from a, a grand scheme of things might change. But by the time they do it, it's already too late. It's too late. Right. It's um, copycat. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like we've always done a good job of – do, being innovative first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's one of the reasons why we've kind of developed one of the best reputations in town, if not the best reputation in town. Well, and some of the, you know, some of my vision when I, you know, first took over in, in June of 19 has evolved. And if mm-hmm. I was so dead set in my ways, we're just going to do this and we're just going to do that, mm-hmm. I think we would have gotten passed by. But the truth was the demand became very different with mm-hmm. the pandemic. There are certain jobs that, yep. that wasn't necessarily going to be our focus from day one. But if I would have been stubborn about it, or we all would have been stubborn about it, we would have gotten passed by. We realized, yeah. well, okay, these aren't as hot right now for X, Y, Z reason. Yeah. And these types of jobs, these types of companies are, well, we, we went with the flow. You know, yeah. we've got we've got a creative enough team, we've, and we all work so well as a team. And that's the other thing is you see, you know, everyone's competitive, but competition's good to a certain degree. you got to be competitive with each other instead of against each yep. other. Yep. And a lot of places I've seen, it's it's very cutthroat, and it's uh, us against them, even internally. And mm-hmm. we don't have that at all. We don't mm-hmm. have that one iota. And and so it's like, all right, hey, you need to help mm-hmm. here. Well, let, let's, let's you know, carry the weight. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. jump on, and you can pivot from this. And that's just, that's what we've done, and that's what mm-hmm. we'll continue to yeah. do. That's one of the things I just respect about Kansas City in general, um, and not just in our industry, but across industries as well. I mean, you saw during covid a lot of different companies teaming up to work together yeah. to, mm-hmm. and to try to get sure. back and um, so and that's the other thing is and you guys know I've I've made a, a big effort to to create strategic alliances mm-hmm. um, and, and I love it you know and I've I've always been big on networking but uh, I'm in a spot now where I can I can network with whoever I want you know and I'm not stepping on toes yeah. and good people are good people and mm-hmm. you know what goes around comes around mm-hmm. and a lot of times people are like why are you meeting with them why are you doing a coffee with that with that woman with that man I'm like. I don't know yeah. <laughs> because somebody recommended I meet yeah. with them and right. I, I value the person that told me that. Yeah. And then I go and I meet with them and it's one degree, two degree, three degrees removed, but then it, it is business for us. But I, I do believe in carbon and yeah. helping yeah. people mm-hmm. out. And so it's not that I'm just focused on, even though finance and accounting recruiting is my specialty, I meet with people from all different sure. you know, walks of life and backgrounds. Um, and then sometimes it does create opportunities that we weren't even anticipating. We weren't mm-hmm. trying to get. So, mm-hmm. right. Well, as you guys know, the next section, well, maybe you don't, I don't know, but rapid-fire questions. Um, you know, every week, uh, shout out Joel Goldberg for giving us yep. this, right? And maybe you can forgive him one day for throwing the dart in your wall. <laughs> no, um, never. <laughs> never. And uh, signing it. And signing it. Oh, geez. Uh, but, yeah, so we ask every guest and guess that you'll have your first down, which is a success that led to sequ- sequential success, um, a sack, a recent setback that you had to overcome, and then a Hail Mary, uh, Patrick Mahomes style, lofty goal you either had for this year and accomplished or you have for next year. Sure. Um, so we'll start with Casey, and then we'll like have Bryce go right after with the first downs, sacks, okay. Hail Mary. So recent first down, Casey. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yesterday, like I said, we're, we're all primarily still working from home, but we did a, a big you know, photo and video shoot for the, uh, you know, preparing to launch a new website. We're super excited about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just hired a new person. Our, mm-hmm. We got 10 people on the team now. So yesterday was her first day. Uh, welcome aboard. We're super excited about, about Abby's future here. Yeah. Um, 
and also I, I gotta I, I gotta give a little plug here. We've had zero turnover since I started. Yeah. That's unheard of in our industry. A yeah. year and a half, we've had zero turnover, and we've doubled in size. Um, which during this year, that's yeah, that's pretty insane. Pretty, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we look around town. <laughs> you look around, you know, the the nation. Yeah. Our industry is is getting hit hard. Yeah, and we we haven't had to lay anyone off. No furloughs. No one's left. I, I don't know what better uh, example I can give for for how good of a, a squad we got right now. But so that's a first down. We all got to get together socially distanced yesterday. Did a bunch of outdoor video shoots and stuff. And I think it's a, a it was great camaraderie, great chemistry yeah, mm-hmm. for going to the next Especially year. having worked from home for so long yeah. to see everyone. It was yeah, exciting. It was Yesterday was so needed. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. great. Hell of a first down. Bryce? Yeah. yeah. Um, first down. So I guess it could kind of be a setback too, but um, we actually just got a new CRM mm-hmm. or ATS, oh. I guess. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so just learning all that. Um, I think it's it'll a be a huge uh, <laughs> you know, benefit moving forward once yeah. you get it figured out. Lead sure. to further success. Which is kind of why it's you know, probably yeah. a setback at the same time is just the time that's going to be involved in learning all that and retraining our brains for sure. the new processes sure. and stuff like that, the new workflow. But um, no, I'm really excited about it. I think, like you said, it'll it'll lead to a lot of um, mm-hmm. headaches or relieve a lot of headaches yes, moving forward. Right. So definitely, it's a yeah. pretty sweet system. Yeah, yeah I, it I've is. Just it is. In, I'm just starting to play around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll hold Casey's hand. Yeah. The options yeah. are limitless. Yeah, I'll need a little help. So. All right, what about a sack? Sack. Um, trying to avoid sacks as much yeah, as possible. Yeah, I'll try yeah. and get out of the pocket and throw it away when I can. But. Uh, um, you know, you, you never know. Sometimes you think a, a, a search is going to go s- super smoothly. This is we've got all sorts of candidates. It's going to move quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, set it up, knock it down. This is great, and it just doesn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. it, sometimes out of your control. I mean, we picked one up a few weeks ago that I was super excited about. The the client's uh, guy I've known for years and years, and he's gone MIA. I don't know. I hope nothing <laughs> has happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that also makes you realize that you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Of you got you to yeah. get out there and, yeah, this might look great, but even, you know, once you fill that job, you got to have your pipeline full. And yep. so those sacks lead you to continuously to, to go out there and do more business right. developments. So, Reaffirms sure. the process. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce? Um, well, for me, I mean, working from home was honestly a sack. Um, sure. Especially yeah. when we have the culture we have in the office. Like, I fed off of that on a daily basis. Agreed. Um, and so really there at first, it was kind of a struggle. Um, to figure out how to do that and do that effectively. Um, I feel like I've gotten a lot better with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, I mean, being in the office, moving forward is is what's going to be best for my success. Yeah. And it's different yeah, for everyone, too. That's that. a thing. Um, but for me specifically, I want to be in the office. So that was a little bit of a sack. Um, still working through it. But I think moving forward, like into 2021, mm-hmm. I mean, being back in the office um, will be huge move so now we had to adapt and i'm sure you guys all felt the energy yesterday just oh, between yeah. everyone in yeah, the office exactly. so that was fun um hail mary we've done a lot of cool things this year i mean yeah. despite you know we moved into a new office doubled our square footage we got the coolest office around i mean everybody knows that yes uh we've grown the team we've put in a new ats system about to launch a new website so i feel like all of this stuff is kind of hail mary's any of those one things is a big thing in a year yeah let alone all those things in the year of a pandemic. Right. So that's pretty amazing. But I have to say, I mean, the, the biggest Hail Mary is we've got a trip plan for the whole company. If we hit our, our mm-hmm. 2020 goal and knock on wood, <laughs> we finished out these last couple of weeks like it's looking like and we'll make it, which that's the goal before we knew the pandemic existed. Right, right. Sure. So uh, that, that, that's pretty darn impressive, you know, yeah. in my mind that uh, we're, we're still on pace to do, you know, what was a lofty goal for mm-hmm. really my first year at the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait to take that trip with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to do it soon, but yeah. you know, sure. uh, 
willing with the the pandemic and whatnot, yeah. and, and that'll be great for team building, camaraderie, and definitely. a little yeah. motivation. That's a great uh, Patrick Mahomes hail mary that Tyreek definitely caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bryce. Sure. Um, yeah. So I would just say with the goals this year, um, I mean, we kind of reevaluated once COVID hit um, mm-hmm. and, and reset those goals, but I still set it pretty lofty. Yeah. Um, and I right there on pace to hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think when I originally said it, it's kind of, I don't know, we've been joking the past couple of days about <laughs> manifesting it, but yeah, yeah. a lot of times whenever you set goals like that, sometimes people don't really, you know, plan on ever accomplishing those. Sure. Um, They're too lofty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like maybe the first one I set was a little bit too lofty for mm-hmm. first year in the business um, at first, but, you know, I've had a lot of success. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I would surprise myself at the end when I'm like, wow, I'm I'm not too far from <laughs> looking back. Yeah, man. it's, it's yeah. Just swagger going, buddy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so confident yourself. I think moving into next year, just building on that and and doing even better. So hell yeah, those are Love great. That. Those are great. Love that. Uh, well, you want me to go ahead and roll yeah. with it? Chop it up, baby. Time to chop it up. We talked enough business, right? Yeah. And we'll always continue to do so. But let's talk a little Chiefs. So you know, last week uh, we hung on to beat the Broncos on Sunday night on a very weird day in the mm-hmm. NFL, and that was such a weird game. I yeah. just didn't have the greatest feeling throughout. Um, which is weird as a Chiefs fan, right? We're yeah. so blessed just having this amazing nucleus and, and team that really carries well, us every yeah. single week, week yeah. in, week out. But, you know, with all that being said, what were your guys' thoughts um, on that game? And with that, time's yours. Well, I, I've told a lot of people this recently. I'm, I'm a big KU basketball fan, and, and the Chiefs of the last few years remind me a little bit of KU basketball in the <laughs> sense that, they're supposed to win every game, yeah, and, and exactly. they get the you know they get the knockout punch from every single team that they play, and KU's been accused of it uh, plenty of times, and, and rightfully so, of playing down to their competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they'll go out there and they'll they'll wax the best team around, but then they'll play somebody that they're supposed to trounce, and and they let them hang around. I yeah. feel like the Chiefs have been doing a little bit of that, yep. a little bit of sleepwalk mode. It's yeah. uh, some people are like, yeah, that's just because they're waiting for the playoffs to you know pull out their bag of tricks. Yeah, maybe I'm not I'm not sure, but. Yet I'm not nervous in any of these yeah. games. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like we're gonna we're gonna win. Yeah. We're, it's frustrating we're, more than anything. It, it is frustrating. Yeah. I'm more mad. Yeah. Every, every, time every once in a while, I just want to put my feet up and you know crack a beer and not worry about. It. I'm like, come on, you're stressing me out, <laughs> yeah. guys. I know I don't need to be, but you're stressing me out. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think we let them stick around. I mean, I, I'm sure we're gonna get to it, but that that Tyree catch, yeah. Yeah. catch, and I'm calling it the catch because yeah. it was a catch. Yeah, I, I've been a diehard football fan my whole life. I cannot recall a single time that. Yeah. Someone yeah. clearly caught the ball and didn't argue it. Now you see yeah. everybody argue everything. And I mean, basketball they argue yeah. every yeah. foul. Yep. Now with the the replay, I'm, I'm I'm aging myself here. I have different opinions <laughs> on on some replays, and uh, but it's like every single time they're up there and they're complaining. I review this even mm-hmm. when it's clearly not a catch. No one said anything. Right. Yeah. And then my mm-hmm. thought is they punt too fast. A few years ago, I think Andy Reid would have been crucified for that. Oh, yeah. That would have been like, oh, Andy Reid mismanaging the team. You know, like they talk Mm -hmm. about, well, now that he's got that ring, it's like, oh, it's okay. We'll we'll, we'll get another one. (laughs) No no one seemed to to, to complain quite as much as they would in the past. That's a good point. I I mean, I remember watching that live. Like, I was like, I I expected the ball to kind of bounce through the back of the end zone. I'm like, where did that go? Wait, he had it in his hands the whole time. I'm like, why didn't they look at that? I was screaming. And he genuinely had no idea. That's the funniest part. He had no clue. Just sitting in the ball. Yeah, he fell into it. Yeah, his post game press conference, he's like, I've never had. A player tell me they didn't catch the ball. Exactly. Now Rick is going to be running up. I caught it. I caught it on every, yeah, on every yeah. catch yeah. now. So we'll probably see some absurd one. But yeah. yeah. Bryce, what about you, man? Um, I mean, I feel like I say this every week, but as Chiefs fans, we are truly blessed. Oh, you know? my gosh. Um, yes, we are. It's a situation where if Pat has the ball to win the game, you know, 
we feel pretty confident. Yeah. Whereas the other side of it, Drew Locke, I think, was in – he's a Kansas City native too, so I don't want to mm-hmm. say too many bad things. But, <laughs> At least I'm in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so when he had the ball with, what, two minutes left, driving down the field, I wasn't worried. I thought we had it in the bag. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's nice to watch Pat out there because you know – you never have to worry. Yeah. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. you know he's going to take care of it, whereas you see other teams in that same position against us. And unless mm-hmm. it's you know a handful of quarterbacks in the league, I'm really not that worried yeah. that we're going to pull it out if we put ourselves in a position to win the game yeah, late right. on. So right. I got to give a little love to the Honey Badger, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I told a lot of people, that's, in the past the past 20 years or plus, he's my favorite Chiefs defensive yeah, player. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like Eric Berry a lot. I've, I've been fortunate enough to meet both guys a yeah. few different times. Yeah. Eric Berry's a nice guy. Nothing against Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Tyron, though, is that nice of a dude, yeah. too. And he's, yeah. he's got a huge heart. And community he's leader. Community yeah. leader. Didn't you meet him or he served you food? Or was that yeah, I went, to his, I went to his charity event last yeah. year. And, yeah. and he, I mean, he literally went up and hugged every single person, thanked him for mm-hmm. being there. It was just yeah. genuine. Yeah. And you yeah. felt it. Of course. And, and you got to give a little love to Katie in our office, too. She's a diehard LSU and Chiefs fan. So yeah. she, that's her, her all time idol. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think, you know, for a couple games there, we kind of felt that Honey Badger looked a little lost out there. Like, he wasn't yeah. playing with the same intensity and aggression. Yeah. He got a pick last week, got two this week. Yeah. Hopefully, he's getting on the right track. And, again, this defense, they're really good. It's like, I just, I don't know, they don't really get it all together till the home stretch. And so, yeah. hopefully, we're starting sure. to see that. Because they, they, they played really well. Like, Tyron had his best game of the year with a 93.6 grade. Yeah. He was the best graded by, like, I think Mahomes was right under him. Uh, we need that week, resurgence so. from last year. We just got the ball rolling, mm-hmm, and then it mm-hmm. led into the playoffs, which hopefully yeah. I mean, we we're still like the the two things I'm worried about are our red zone offense and mm-hmm. our um, defensive line, and just the lack of pressure that pressure we're getting. Chris Jones has played out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Chris, you're doing great, but Frank, we need you to step up a little bit. Besides oh. that Raiders game, <laughs> so I've been having a debate yeah. with our with our good friend Jared Keneally for the last yep. few weeks yep. about Frank Clark, and I I brought up the other night we had a happy hour. I said. For what we're paying that guy and for what the expectations were, I want to see more out of him. He's like, you're crazy. He's like yeah. my favorite player, and he loves He's die hard. He's die-hard. diehard Frank yeah. fan. So, uh, Jared, let's hope we see some more yeah. out of him. Yeah, and again, I was listening to – like, I, I honestly think that, you know, if he shows up in the playoffs like he did last year, has a game-ending yeah. sacks yeah. and is a, is a playoff presence, mm-hmm. and we're paying him that much – that's, fine. I'm fine sure. with that. If you don't show up in the regular yeah. season, that's okay with me. But show up in the yeah. playoffs, it yeah. matters. We'll be all right. So, yeah. I got I got Willie Gay that just moved in down the street from me too. So nice. So nice. I'm gonna go give him a little uh, you know pep talk. He's been playing a lot more lately. He's getting yeah. more love. Yeah. He's getting yeah. more love. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, let's get into fantasy, and then we'll uh, wrap up with the the Dolphins preview. But um, I mean, do you guys make the playoffs at all? Yeah, How do your teams do? I'm, I'm I'm playing against my best friend of 20 plus years in the fantasy uh, first round of the playoffs. And, there you go. And, Sorry, Shark, I'm not going to take it easy on you, even, <laughs> even though you're recovering from COVID right now. But uh, um, I've got uh, I got Lamar, so you never know what you're going to get out of him. Right, yeah. It could be, it could be six year, points yeah. or 50 points. I'm, yeah. I'm obviously mm-hmm. hoping for the latter there. I, I got Chris Carson going for the Seahawks. He's, mm-hmm. he's one that I think is just right they're mm-hmm. ready to have a monster game, but he's been dinged up most of the time. Yes, he has. Yeah. And then, you know, who's been my, my rock when he's, when he's healthy is Thielen. That yeah. guy oh, gets yeah. so many targets. I'm like, he's just a yeah. touchdown waiting to happen. Yeah, he gets so many looks. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling pretty good about my chances. Good. I like it. Yeah, so you, Bryce? Bryce, yeah, do you have a team at all? Or are you no just, fantasy okay. football for okay. me. Oh, okay. Pretty basic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty basic. You're, you're saving yourself some stress. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> I got three teams. One didn't make it. I, I just missed uh, the sixth spot in the playoffs for the last one. It's the cheapest league, so I'm, I'm like, all right, whatever. It's not where the money's at. 
Uh, the second one, I am the third seed facing the sixth seed um, in the first round of the playoffs. That's the one I'm most excited about. I have the trophy sitting at home, and this is my run it back tour. So we'll see. I'm pretty happy. I had Christian McCaffrey as my first draft pick. I made it to the playoffs still by picking up some people off waivers. So that'll be fun. Uh, fourth seed in my other league, I'm the fourth seed. I've already made it through that first round. They do like a two week playoff mm-hmm. schedule. Um, dominated last week, but this week I'm down by 30 going into the second leg. So <laughs> I got to have a, a monster week by a few players. Thielen's on that team, yeah. so we'll see what happens there. And then we'll just do like the quick starts. Yeah, I have yeah. a couple starts. Jamison Crowder, Sam Darnold is back. So Jamison Crowder actually picked up some um, great points last week, but they're, it's the Jets still. So I'm always concerned. Like, yeah. terrible yeah. team, but he is his safety net um, sure. for Darnold. So that'll be a, a good start in a flex spot. Yep. Um, Brandon Ayuk, I picked up Debo Samuel and started him last week. Don't do that. Start the young gun, <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. He, he's getting a lot of touches and, and he's looking great. So go ahead and get those two started in your lineup. Awesome. Uh, and then on my end, uh, I have I have four personal teams, and then I manage a fifth one for a girlfriend from college. <laughs> that insane. one, the one that I manage for her, is the best one that I have. It's, it's <laughs> nuts. I have Tyreek and Travis Kelsey, and then Kyler Murray. Yeah. So they've just been holding the team down. But uh, my other ones, I made. I went two of two playoff wise for my other one. And again, when you extend yourself as much as I am, <laughs> I'm happy with. So you're kind of stress you're dodging. But, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A couple, a couple players that, that come to mind though. Cam Akers from the Rams has been doing phenomenally. Actually, you know, Henderson's been doing well too. But Akers has been getting the ball more so that might be someone to look into kiki qt yeah from the, <laughs> mm-hmm. from the texans now that um wolf fuller suspended he's been getting a lot more yeah, looks. fuller too damn it brian cushing <laughs> yeah. their strength and conditioning coach yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh one if you're in a dynasty league might be a good stash or maybe if you didn't make the playoffs and you just kind of want to mess around with it but jalen hurts from the eagles he's mm-hmm. a starter now that might be someone to look into I like his uh i i've always loved jalen hurts yeah, i think his story at alabama is just phenomenal yep. coming in and winning that for two and I, I don't know. I would love to see him I'm succeed. I'm a fan now. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. You know, Doug Peterson, we'll see what he can do. But um, uh, looking into week 14 here against the, the Dolphins, um, you know, friend of the show, Ryan Fitzpatrick, is no longer yeah. leading them, as Correct. we discussed at the beginning. Two is going to take back over. Obviously, played against the Bengals, had a thumb issue, but mm-hmm. it's not as uh, serious as we thought. Yep. Uh, but I think the Chiefs know their way around that stadium pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Time there in February. Yeah. Stealing yeah. one of my points for later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, they do. Sounds yes. vaguely uh, familiar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you guys' uh, first thoughts for this game? Well, uh, I, I nothing against Tua, but I've always liked Fitz Magic. I yeah. do not like him. I think mostly that's just beard envy. I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> he, he's a stud. Beard. He's yeah. been around for forever. He's my age, and he's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. a he's a caricature, but he just goes out there and uh, and dominates a couple of games a year. But Tua's the future. I mean, yeah. Tua's mm-hmm. Tua's a stud. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Dolphins defense has been been killing it, but. Mm-hmm. I'll take our offense over anybody's defense. Yeah. So I feel yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not a Tua believer, honestly. Really? Okay. Not yet. I, I think he has the potential to be there, but I think he's still mostly unproven. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as long as the Chiefs do what we need to do, there's nothing, even if you know the Dolphins play great, as long as we do what we need to do, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. too worried about the sure. game. Um, it's just a matter of as long as we can get pressure on the quarterback, get him moving, young mm-hmm. quarterbacks, get him yeah. out of the yeah. pocket and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I don't think Tua's our biggest issue. I think they got a good defense, mm-hmm. um, which they've relied on a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I think as long as we can get our offense going, but again, with Pat yeah. um, and Tyreek, the performance last week, I mean, if, if we can pick up where we left off and sure up a few things, yeah. um, I'm not too worried yeah. about Tua taking yeah, over. It's Patrick, we don't miss his mom. Yeah, I think the thing I'm looking forward to most is just – 
Brian Flores. I think he's done such a fantastic job of turning that organization around mm-hmm. um, from a perennial loser to, mm-hmm. you know, a pretty solid Quickly team. Quickly, too. Right? Yeah. Very. And, uh, you know, when he took that job, I, I figured it would take a couple years. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that culture he brings, that Patriot way, you know, that mm-hmm. defensive-focused football. Um, and then, again, seeing Tua, like, we'll see him a lot, you know, just sure. in the AFC yeah. coming up. But, again, I, I agree with you, Bryce. I don't think he's proven yet. I think he's having his Kyler Murray year where he's mm-hmm. just getting his feet wet. And no one even thought yeah. he'd play this year, honestly. Yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to see a first look at him. We got so many awesome young quarterbacks in this league. Yeah, uh, Justin Herbert in our own division, Drew Locke, you know, Tua, and then we got Kyler and Lamar. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's a lot of really good young talent. Obviously, we've got the best the cream of the crop of <laughs> yeah, this whole league. Yeah. Uh, but I ever. think it'll be fun <laughs> yeah. to start start True. seeing well, a couple of these guys. And, and as I was thinking about this week, you know, Bryce, you gave me some good creative juices. His car's getting worked on in the shop right now. So, like, my three keys to victory. The first one was last year. Miami was tanking for Tua. Mm-hmm. Well, this year we're going to unleash the tank on Tua. <laughs> we're going to get Frank Clark out there. We're going to get Chris like Jones it. out there. Like we're going to put that rookie under pressure, and, and he's going to make mistakes. The second thing about this game is, is we need to warm up the engine early. Mm-hmm. You know, our offense right now last week just couldn't get it going. Yeah. The defense had to get the momentum first sure. for the offense to perform. We, we can't do that leading into the playoffs. Yeah. So, Patrick, get out there and, and do your thing early. Uh, and then lastly, you took my last point. Relive yeah. the past. Chiefs play well in Miami. We, we know what to do. Let's, yeah. let's get out there and do it. So, of course. I'm excited. Of course. Um, so that moves into score predictions. Last week, TJ, shout out to TJ Roberts. Uh, he uh, predicted 21 to 19 and he thought it would it. be a really close game. Yeah. So, I don't know. I might need to hit you up for these <laughs> <laughs> predictions moving yeah. forward. But uh, I didn't update the scores. We'll, we'll do that next week. But what are you guys' score predictions for this week? I'll say 27-14. Okay. I like it. Good defense. We're hang some points. I think, I think it's time to get going. I, yeah. I, I say 35-24 okay. Chiefs. Okay. I'm going to stick with what I had last week because this is the week where they're going to put up 38 again. So 38-21 um, Chiefs. I'm going to go 31 to let's go 17. Okay. Um, I, I, I think it'll be a quick game, like a quick Offensive start and then, you know, kind of slow down towards the end. Sure. Or we may hang, you know, 20 some, twenty plus points in the first mm-hmm. half and then yep. slow down. Mm-hmm. It's just how Andy Reid operates, man. Chiefs way, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, you guys got any closing points before we wrap things up, though? No, it's been fun. Thanks yeah. thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. It's been a good time. Well, that does it for week 14 of Talking Chop. Whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple, make sure to follow us along all season. Um, got a lot of cool people coming up for the end of the year yep. uh, with a – with a Hail Mary, we might try to accomplish as well for the playoffs. But, um, yeah, Casey and Bryce, thanks for being with yep. us this week. It was an awesome time. Thanks for chopping it up with us. Um, but we'll catch you all next week. And as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.